Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Expression FM Sport. You are joined by Nilo Mara, your new head of sport, and the new deputy station manager, Michael Shkilova. And I've just pronounced that right as well as I check on my left. So, we're here at St. James's Park today for the start of the Papa John's Trophy, another chance for Football League sides to compete for silverware. Competition, which over the years has seen many debuts given to younger, talented players. One to mention, Ollie Watkins, obviously now tearing it up in the Premier League for Aston Villa. Extra unfortunately crashed out the trophy early last year after a shock defeat to the relegated side Forest Green Rovers, uh, stopping them from getting out of the group. However, given the recent form of Exeter City, who currently sit top of League One, perhaps a redemption is on the cards. Five, five clean sheets so far for this season proposes a test for any team coming up against Grecians. The challengers today, Reading. They come off the back of a 2-1 victory over Bolton this weekend, yet haven't had the easiest of starts given their point deduction and suffering four defeats, one being to Exeter City here at SJP a matter of weeks ago. But as we have seen many, many a time in football, form is temporary and can change at a heartbeat. For Exeter, a chance to possibly let the already exciting stars such as Sonny Cox and Caleb Wett, Caleb Watts and the wider squad continue their form. For, and for Reading, a chance to continue the form from the weekend and build on that this evening and again this weekend. Michael, what do you expect from today's fixture? Thanks, Nile. Great to be back for this new season in the Papa John's Trophy. And first of all, I have to say, massive attendance already. We've still got, what, 10, 15 minutes before kickoff. And the big bank is about a quarter four already, something we don't generally see for a Papa John's fixture. Even the main stands here looks to have been sold out. And I have to say, no surprising at all. You mentioned it right, Exeter sit top of League One at the moment, having been assisted very well by Reading on the weekend, who beat Bolton Wanderers at home, allowing Exeter City to displace uh, Bolton from the top of the table. As for the Papa John's trophy, the Exeter, of course, start their campaign in this afternoon. Well, last season has certainly been a season to forget. Beaten by Forest Green Rovers, Exeter failed to pass the group stage even. But over the years, Exeter has seen some success. Season 2019-2020 springs to mind when the Grecians managed to reach the semi-final and were beaten by Portsmouth 3-2. And overall, a chance to... And overall, a chance for the youth... A chance for some familiar names as well, notably James Scott, who's in the squad today to perhaps restore some form as well. Exeter in a great position, advanced far in the Carabao Cup, great in the league, and hopefully we'll start well in this competition too. Exactly right, Mike. We've got some very exciting times ahead here at SJP. So we're going to move on to our lineups of today, starting with the visitors, Reading. In goal for Reading today, we have seen uh, Kanaya Boyce Clark. Then we shall go through the back. They're in a 4-4-2 formation with... Uh, we have got Carson, McIntyre, Dean, Mbenge. And our midfield, Makaria, Rashia, Craig, Elliott. Then up top would be Wareham and Vickers. Moving on to Exeter City now. We have Gary Woods, who starts in goal. In the back line, we have Josh O'Connor Young. Again, a young signing, a young lad, 18 years old. Fitzwater, Jules, Caleb Watts, obviously with his goal on the weekend. Debut goal, may we add. Borges, Richards, Beardmore, Taylor, Scott and Cox. Well, we've heard from nearby sources. We were expecting Kayla and Scott to be uh, sitting in behind Coxie. So that'll be a 3-4-1-2 formation. But bear in mind, they'll be sort of supporting roles and two tens in that as well. Looking forward to it indeed. And we should add a very fresh 11 for Reading. None of them start on the weekend. We've also got uh, Wareham coming inside, making a debut. Vicaria, first start also. And on the bench, we have 18-year-old 
Basil Tumor and 17-year-old Taylor Harris. Um, and like I said, none of the bench have ever started for Reading. So a very fresh side. That, so we should add, if it's a draw today, it will go to penalty shootouts all for that all-important bonus point, which the Arsenal under-21s earned against Swindon um, a couple of days ago. So exciting times ahead. We're expecting a very big game. I think Gary Caldwell will be saying to the boys now, look, a great start to the season, sitting top of the league, and we continue this run today. Um, we know in football many a time people address competitions like this saying they're not important, but I think this is where the groundwork's got to be done. We've got to see, you know, Exeter City really put in the miles now. Free kick now just outside the Exeter City box. Reading trying to decide who will take it for them. It's looking like a ball's going to come into the box now early on. Two minutes in, Exeter City free kick, looking to whip it in. The left fullback now to whip it in for Reading. The fans wait in anticipation. Ball is whipped in. Oh, and it's a goal for Reading, an early goal for Reading. Two minutes in, the ball was whipped in from Ben Elliott and has now seen Reading go ahead. Not the start the Grecians wanted, Michael. Talk us through that there. Two and a half minutes on the clock dial here at the park. And the visitors take the lead in this Papa John's fixture. A free kick about 25 yards away from goal. Initially, Exeter in possession, looking very comfortable on the ball. But then caught napping, losing the ball out. And Reading earning a free kick. The ball whipped in towards that far post. And then thumped in, down into the bottom corner. I'm not sure who got that final touch. But Reading get, take the lead here at the park. It's Exeter City nil. Reading won. Yeah, we will confirm the goal scorer as and when. This is not the start Gary Caldwell's side will be looking for. The Reading fans now in full voice beside us. Um, it's poor defending, Michael, to be honest. The ball's whipped in. It's not... Oh, and a Reading break again. Again, and this is not the start. Exeter City looking slightly nervy on the back foot now. They definitely need to bring some energy into this first half. It's such a different story watching Reading play the ball around in their own sort of back line and in their own half. It's relaxed, they're walking, they can assess the pace. But to be fair, the Reading players are constantly on the move, causing a headache. Now the ball whips in for Reading and it's an own goal now putting Reading 2-0 up. So the ball was whipped in. Zach Jules caught by surprise, chests it into his own goal, much to the Exeter City fans' dismay. It sort of came out of nowhere. Reading passing the ball very calmly around their own half, exploiting the space like we were talking about. Exeter fell asleep once again. It's another cross into the box. The ball comes in. Zach Jules chest into, chest into his own net. 2-0, doubling the advantage. That's a Zach Jules own goal, which puts Exeter 2-0 behind. Michael, thoughts on that? Yeah, Zach Jules covering his head in despair. There wasn't too much he can do. It was a powerful cross and unlucky to get the wrong touch and headed it into his own net. But once again, Noel, we were speaking and only two passes is all it took Reading to break Exeter City's defence with the ball in the middle, a channeling bone down that left-hand side and the men in grey are in. A ball into the middle and headed into the own net. Almost from nothing once again, the channels used well and Reading doubled their lead. Exeter City nil, Reading 2, 15 minutes to play in the first half. And it's not looking great for Gary Caldwell's team. It's not looking great at all. But this pressure from Reading still continues. It's relentless. But like we said, Michael, we were chatting about the play. Reading very, you know, leisurely passing the ball around the back, assessing where the space was. And a matter of two or three passes, they put X City, you know, doubled their deficit. This isn't good enough. No, exactly. I was talking about Harley Dean walking with the ball, almost crawling with it towards that centre circle. Found an option in midfield and within five seconds Reading were in with three strikers against two Exeter City defenders. And then the cross came in. It was very difficult to deal with it. And now a minute later, Reading with the ball again. 
looking for that channels. Exeter look almost lost. The half-time break, I would feel, could save them here. Yeah, the break would be very much needed for Gary Caldwell's side as and when it comes. The one thing I will say is, and another point on Gary Woods here, obviously not getting all the starts he needs, not that game time and that experience, but a lack of communication, not telling Jules he's got the time as well, just assessing what's in and around him. Is there a communication issue out here today? Uh, perhaps so. I mean, Gary Woods didn't seem to struggle with any shots that came towards his own net, but when a cross comes in, there always seems to be that issue, whether Gary Woods comes out for the ball, whether the defender times his run and clears it to safety. And it's half-time, no corner given. That is now half-time, X City nil, Reading 2. A very dominant display from Reading in this first half. And a, a first half, X City fans will want to forget, really not what any fan would want to see from their side today. A very dominant display, X City just getting exploited in their spaces. Reading really pressing well, relentless pressure from them. Can X City get something going in this second half? I'm not sure. What do you think Gary Cole was message going to be? Is there anything I mean, you can say? Uh, there's not too much you can say, I'm afraid, after this first half. I mean, you can hear the burst of appreciation and even a sense of overwhelming joy here at the away end next to us. As to Gary Colwell, there's not too much he can say. I mean, there's not much to evaluate from Exeter City side because there's nothing that was produced. But changes have to be made, perhaps in personnel, maybe sacrifice a little bit of that experience, bring in some new fresh legs, try and run at this Reading defence, because at the moment, it's all individual quality that Exeter tried to produce. But as a team, they've been beaten, they've been outperformed in midfield. And if that continues, I'm afraid we're going to have a big scoreline here. A dominant display from Reading, who will be going in with a spring in their step. Lots of work to be done from Gary Caldwell's side. However, Sellers aside, going with a real confidence. A big second half to come. Join us, Expression FM, in the second half in a few moments' time. Hello and welcome back to the second half of the Papa John's Affair, Exeter City versus Reading. It was ended Exeter City 0, Reading 2. We're just in a substitution. We've seen Caleb Watts come off, number 17. Ball launched forward by the Reading back line. And again, a slip from Sanford Daniels allows Paul McCarrier to sort of press forward. However... Daniels with a very good challenge on a yellow, so he's got to be slightly careful as he goes in for these bigger challenges. But really not shying out for Makari now back in the ball. Vickers now driving into the extra box. Lovely bit right now. Paul Makari to let loose. And it's a shot from Makari. And it's a fantastic goal from Paul Makari for Reading. A very beautiful, you know, this sort of gameplay we see. Caelan Vickers, you know, blowing that ball around back to Makari, who's now placed it perfectly into the top right-hand corner. It is a dominant and fantastic display from Reading this evening. Exeter City nil, Reading three. A fantastic strike there after sustained pressure. Reading now three up. Is this game over now for Exeter City? Yeah, I think so, Niall. Magnificent from Paul McCarr. I mean, he's been the outstanding performer in this fixture so far, I think. And what a goal to sum up the first 60 minutes almost of this game. Into the top corner, off the crossbar, into the back of the net. There was nothing Gary Woods could do about it. And even if you take a look at the whole attack, every single move had a thought in it. It was brought to the far side, then crossed back into a cutback to Makaru, who took his time, made the defenders, who took his time and buried it into the top corner. Gary Woods could not keep that out. It's Exeter City 3. Oh, it's Exeter City 0, Reading 3. And I'm afraid to say it, but I think the game is done, Niall. This could be very much game done. 56 minutes played here. Exeter City get the ball rolling again. 
ball tried to be cleared by Gary Wesserovic, so but straight back into number 36, Michael Craig for Reading, who then starts for Worldly. Rolls it now to Makari, and it is four for Reading. A very poor clearance from Gary Woods, unfortunately, sees it fall right into Michael Craig, who slots it back into Caelan Vickers, and there's a second assist for him, and it pushes it now to. Paul Makari, who then slots it past Gary was unfortunate. And we've seen the absolute acrobatic celebration, may I say. It can take a little RS cartwheel, backflip. I can't believe what we're watching here. This is a dominant display. Extra City nil, Reading 4. We're at the hour mark. This is going to turn it into a cricket score for Extra City. Yeah? The Grecians not beaten, humiliated in their own backyard. I mean... Niall, a Premier League team is coming next week, but it feels like a Premier League is playing now against Exeter City, who are, by the way, I remind you, top of EFL League One. Another excellent team effort from Reading and a 1v1. And guess who it is? It's Makairo again, certainly my MVP for today. A beautiful goal into the bottom corner. Once again, nothing Gary Woods could do about it. I mean, I feel a bit sorry for Exeter City's number 33. Yes, he wasn't as confident, but there's no fault in him whatsoever in any of these goals. It was a 1v1, even a 2v1. There were two players queuing up there to see who gets the final touch and buries it into the bottom corner. It was number 12 for Reading. Makairo in the end, who took his time and slotted it past Gary Woods. It's now two for him in the space of five or so minutes. On the left side, Rashisha to whip the ball in for a corner to Reading. Rashisha puts the ball in and headed back out from Pedro Borges. Look to clear it out towards the extra half. However, this put going over Exeter City's own goal. So it's another corner taken quickly by Rashisha into Vickers. Vickers back into Rashisha. Looking to see what he can do. Rashisha puts the ball into the box and it's met wonderfully by number nine, Don Ballard. Been on the pitch perhaps a couple of minutes. It's a golden substitute. Ruben Sellers really showing he understands this Reading side. 66 minutes gone. Exeter City nil. Reading 5. A lovely ball in by Rashisha. Don Ballard meets it beautifully. You have to ask question of the Exeter City defence again. Completely on his own at the back post. Reading fans ecstatic. This is just humiliating now for Exeter City to let a ball come in of that ease. Now, unfortunately, cleared away from Pedro Borges for another corner. Couldn't much he could do about that. But then we see Don Ballard, very exciting young man from Southampton, left clear at the back post. He's not the biggest of aerial threats, but still not being picked up. Serious questions asked defensively of Gary Caldwell's side here. No, definitely. And I'm staring at the big bang. Exeter City fans cover their eyes in horror. And you can see a few strolling now next to the touchline towards the exit door. You can clearly look at the stairs now. Fans leaving the ground, and this is not a scene St. James Park is used to, especially this season. Ben Elliott on the ball, Ben Elliott on the ball, really dancing around. Ballard strikes over now the away stand into the streets of Exeter. Another goal kick for Exeter after a long period of pressure. It's not looking great here. I really think we could see six before the game's out. Well, we're trying to count corners now where double digits seem very, very likely. Well, similar numbers seem to be relevant for shots now I mean and now once again interception in the box and it's going to be six and it is six for Reading a slight mix up there from a goal kick goal kick taken short as many the long ball hasn't worked today it is Exeter City nil Reading six I can't quite believe what we're watching here it's just not Exeter City's day a massive mix up here today a very good finish by Ben Elliott 
ball whips across to goal. It could have been taken selfishly for Vickers, but no, he dummies it across and now it's put away. It looked like uh, Gary Wood's got a slight leg on it, but it wasn't enough to keep it out. X City nil, Reading six. A very dominant play from Ruben Sellers' side. They'll be all going on that coach. Back up to Reading, very, very happy. The two-hour journey will fly by, I'm sure. And I can feel for the fans of the Big Bank, which there are not many left off. That number almost half from what we initially saw. Still plenty of fans demonstrating their loyalty. But this is probably one of the biggest defeats that we have had at St. James Park. I will do my research now in the next Now again, sorry to interrupt there. It was very nearly another chance for... Reading, but Ballard was caught offside again. He slotted the ball through by Ben Elliott, but it wasn't quite enough as the flag was raised. But again, Exeter City wanting more. We heard the fans just chant there. They want seven. They may very well get their wish. Again, Ballard finds himself in space. Slots that ball through Reading on the can again. Vickers looking good. And it's seven. Seven nil now. And the strike for Reading comes in from number 55. The substitute, Taylor Harris. Only 17 years old on his debut. Only been on the pitch for a couple of minutes and he's made it seven. Exenil, Reading seven. It comes out of nothing. Reading breaking down their right-hand side. It comes from nothing. Ball slotted through. Taylor Harris in a perfect space. Slots it into that bottom corner. Again, not much Gary Woods can do about that. Exeter City nil, Reading seven. This is just pure embarrassment now. Taylor Harris, 17 years old, gets his goal for the Royals. Number seven, Exeter City nil, Reading seven. Michael, is there anything you can say? Is there anything we can sort of give an opinion on that? Or is it just, oh, I'm speechless. No, so am I now. Exeter falling apart again, once again, at the back. And incredibly enough, it's 11 players versus 11. It almost feels like Reading have got an extra man, an extra two, always in front, always finding that touch, always the first to play the ball faster in every single aspect of the game in every single episode they seem to win the ball they seem to be there two seconds three seconds ahead of the opponent i said it'd be a few nightmares tonight for the Exeter city players today uh, as it is Exeter city nil reading seven only a matter of minutes to go Exeter city fans and players will be begging for this to end uh, almost a torture but again reading relentlessly going on Kalen vickers now is such a talent breaking down that channel looking to get a strike of his own vickers is let loose Vickers strikes, Vickers scores, it is Exeter City 8, Reading, Exeter City nil. sorry, Reading 8. I mean, I'm, I'm speechless, I have no idea what to say here. Kalen Vickers, such a young talent signing that pro contract this summer. They've scored 8 now at St. James Park. He deserved his goal, two assists early on and a beautiful strike. Silky footwork slipping past the Exeter City back line. A lot of space around him and he plots it, slots it into that bottom corner. An absolute rampant display from Reading. I mean, eight goals. It's the last thing we ever expected to see here today. But such a brilliant performance for Reading. A performance that I'll never forget. Destroy the optimism. Erase our hopeless predictions from history. This is appalling. I mean, Gary Woods perhaps at fault here. The ball going with power, but almost right at him. So 8-0 now. Reading continue their dominance now we enter stoppage time but more could come oh my god i'm scared to go into the history books now but i can't remember the last time the extra conceded eight at home i just i am in shock 
by how this Reading side just don't stop after every goal they score. And let's be real, there's been eight of them, so there's been a fair few. It's just constant pressure after pressure. Ruben Sellers must be so proud of this side that he's got. These are young boys who don't always start really making a display saying, look at me, I want to be involved in this, you know, this campaign this season. It's constant pressure. Gary Woods again, kicking it out for another Reading throw. You know, six minutes set it on. Oh, I hope we don't get it. could be double digits, Michael. Oh, I'm scared to think so. And Harvey Nibs, Dombard coming on, showing no complacency whatsoever. Harley Dean has been very strong, who sits on the ball now, really commanded well. That Reading back line, just seeing out this game now, as they know eight is already a score and they can take and be proud of. X City hoping this minute is perhaps probably the fastest minute of what's been the longest 90 minutes of their life. Reading fans screaming out for nine. 60 seconds left to do this. Rashisha still on the ball. Let's it on to Nibs. Nibs slots across to number 55, Helen Harris, who puts it across the box. And it is nine now. Nine goals for Reading. It is Kalen Vickers who does it again. He makes it. No, it's Don Ballard, sorry. It's a brace now. And it is Exeter City nil, Reading nine. You heard me correctly. It's Exeter City nil, Reading nine. I don't, well, I can't quite believe what we've seen here this evening, Michael. It's sort of come from nowhere. We spoke about there only being a minute left. Our Reading just going to see it out. 30 seconds left for double digits. Exeter City will hope the ready at the referee. Carl Brook blows very promptly at 96 minutes. And I'll say this again. Exeter City nil, Reading nine. Full time now here at St. James Park. Exeter City nil, Reading nine. The Reading fans are ecstatic and rightfully so. They have seen a display for the ages, a display that will never be forgotten. We have seen football matches that will be remembered at St. James Park, but for Exeter City fans, all for the wrong reasons. Possibly the worst deficit they've ever suffered here in Devon. I don't quite know what to say. It's been such a beautiful display from Reading. The Royals have passed the ball with passion, with energy. A youthful side with so much to give. Reading now, I'm sure, will push on from this and take this on into the league and continue this in the Papa John's Trophy. We know Reading have had their suffers with the financial fair play and the sanctions in the past of points deduction, but these young players are a breath of fresh air. All Reading fans should be given hope and joy for what is to come now. There are some very beautiful times ahead. If they can continue this form, continue the way they played, the passing was so crisp, defensively so strong. You know, I can't even go through the whole team. Harley Dean was... You know, a rock at the back, Tom McIntyre when he was on. Amazing. Michael Craig sewing up that midfield, punishing every exit decision, you know, getting those passes forward. Of course, the brace from Paul McIro. Caelan Vickers, a young talent who is just relentless all game. And then the substitutes. Ruben Teller's got it spot on. Harvey Nibs, Don Ballard all coming on. Taylor Harris as well getting on the score sheet. We're just constantly pressing. We thought most of the games are played in X City's half. So they couldn't do much with it. Gary Caldwell. He'll have to get some sort of confidence into these players now for the weekend. As this is a game that is going to play on the mind. It is going to be tough to bounce from and like bounce back from. And like you said, Michael, Luton are coming here next week. A Premier League outfit. I dare to think what's on some of the fans now. The big bank now practically empty. Reading 9. Exeter City 0. And the question is, and I've said it already, what does it mean for the players? I mean, some of them, as I said, are regular starters. They will have to throw this out of their mind. And let's just all hope, as a group, that they will erase this game from memory. Forget it. Focus on the league where Exeter are top. Exeter are top of the league. They are through to the third round of the Carabao Cup. The FA Cup still awaiting them. As, as much as this would contrast with what has happened here, 
There are still two games to go at the group stage in the Papa John's, so two wins would give six points and allow to advance. But for today, it's ended Exeter City nil, Reading 9, a game that will go into the history books in the most negative way possible. Michael, thank you very much this evening. A game that I'm sure none of us will forget. And once more, repeat that. Exeter City nil, Reading 9, not the start of the Papa John's Trophy. Anyone wanted regular starters, you know new young players it'll be a day really they need to forget they need to get out of the system and go again thank you very much you've been listening to Expression FM Sport I'm Nala Mario head of sport thank you Michael Schlover I'll see you again soon